we actually need some sort of plan and we need to make some major decisions, then it's no longer just a dream. Then it's something that's happening. Then it's something that we're working towards. So if we think back to my five-step dream process, which I've talked about a bit on the podcast, um, step one of the process, D in dream, step one, D is decide. Welcome to the Move Abroad Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Rochelle, and this podcast is for you if you're ready to finally move abroad. So if you've been talking about moving abroad for years and still haven't made the move, I'm here to walk you through the entire process with concrete step-by-step info, deep dives into the fears keeping most of us stuck at home, and a healthy dose of motivation to make sure you turn your dream of moving abroad into a reality. So what are you waiting for? Let's get the adventure started. Welcome back to the Move Abroad Coach Podcast. Before we dive into today's episode, uh, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to something really cool that's going to be coming up this, uh, the end of February, basically, the end of February. Uh, we will be running another round of the Move Abroad Escape Plan Bootcamp. And while tickets aren't officially open right now, if you pop down to the show notes and put your name on the wait list, you will get an extra special gift uh, if you join early, if you join before uh, things are officially open open. So if this is something that you're planning on joining, get your name on the wait list so we can reach out to you with, with our little early bird special um, before before we officially open up to everyone else. Alrighty, so let's dive into the episode now that that's covered. So if you want to move abroad, right? I, obviously you do, otherwise you wouldn't be here. But if you want to move abroad, we what do we need in order to get started? That's what this episode is about today. We need to start by making a decision or by making some major decisions because without a decision or a plan, moving abroad is just a dream. Like you're not actually making it happen, right? It's just some far off dream in the future. We actually need some sort of plan and we need to make some major decisions. Then it's no longer just a dream. Then it's something that's happening. Then it's something that we're working towards. So if we think back to my five-step dream process, which I've talked about a bit on the podcast, um, step one of the process, D in dream, step one, D is decide. So in order to move abroad, the first thing that we need to do is decide. And we need to decide four things. Well, the first thing that we need to do actually is to decide that we are moving abroad and that it's not just a dream. It's goal that we're working towards. We're deciding that we're moving abroad. But once we've made that decision, then we need to decide four things. So the four things that we need to decide, I'm telling you right at the beginning of the episode, I'm not going to make you wait for it. We are deciding, number one, what kind of lifestyle that you want. Number two, how you're going to make money. Number three, where you're going to move. And number four, when you are going. We need a GTFO date on the calendar. So I'm going to repeat it one more time, then we're going to break it down. So number one, we're deciding what kind of lifestyle you want. Number two, how you're making money. Number three, the country, where you're moving. And number four, when you are going. Four things. So let's break it down. The first one, lifestyle. 
What does that mean? <laughs> Basically, it's what do you want your life to look like? And while we can go the future self-visualization route, we have a whole podcast episode on how to do that pretty recently. Um, what I'm talking about is do you want to be an expat, a digital nomad, or an immigrant? Right? How long do you want to be in this country that you're moving to? Is this something where we want to be there for a few weeks or a few months? Or do you want to be there for a year or two? Or is this a country that you are moving to forever? You want to be an immigrant. You want to immigrate to that country. Okay, so expat, digital nomad, or immigrant. How long are we thinking that we want to move to this country? And then in terms of work, like, are we, do we want to work on the ground or do we want to work remotely? This is also part of your lifestyle. Do you want the lifestyle that you work remotely, you can travel wherever, you can work from anywhere, or would you rather have a job on the ground? And we can combine those two things, the, the job type and the how long you want to be in a country, we can combine them together. So for example, you can work remotely and travel around the world as a digital nomad. That's the lifestyle that you want. You want that digital nomad lifestyle, working remotely, moving every few months or even every few weeks. Or maybe you want to work on the ground and immigrate to a country and live there forever right? That might be your lifestyle. Or you want to work on the ground in a country for, you know, a couple of years and be more of an expat, right? But there is also something in the middle, and that is what I am doing, and that's what I call the location-independent expat. So that is someone who works remotely. They could work from anywhere, but they choose to live in one country long term. And so uh, I don't classify myself. I've talked about this on past episodes. I don't classify myself as an immigrant because I'm not planning on being in Georgia forever. Um, I'm not, I don't even have residency here. I'm on a tourist visa. So um, I'm a location independent expat and that I have been here for about four years. Don't plan on being here for forever. I could work from anywhere and I often do. Like I'll work while traveling. I'm going to be out of the country for four months this year. I'm going to Australia, the U.S., like to visit family, um, Japan and Thailand this year. So I can work from anywhere and I often do, but I choose to live in one place long term. A lot of people uh, that come to my escape plan boot camp, they don't know that location independent expats are a thing. And then during the boot camp, they learn that they are a thing and decide, oh, actually, that's what I want to be. So <laughs> what are we thinking for your lifestyle? Like, which of these options sounds best to you? Because the decision that you make here impacts the rest of the process. You cannot make decisions for the other three things until we know this. This is the foundation of, of everything that we do. Literally everything. This is step one. This is the first thing that you need to decide. And if you're open to more options than one, that's fine. For example, I've worked with people who are like, the most important thing to me is Spain. I don't care if I have a remote job or a job on the ground. Like, I just know that I want to live in Spain long term. And I don't care if I have a job on the ground or a remote job. Doesn't matter. I just want to live there. I'm like, okay, perfect. That's still a decision. We still know, like, we've still decided, right? Okay, so now what is step number two? Step number two is all about the money. So how are we actually making money? And now I'm assuming here that most of us listening to this are going to be working. Unless you're retired or you're renting out properties or you've got some awesome investments or you've got really good passive income, I'm assuming most of us here are gonna be working. So what are you doing for money? Are you staying in the same career field or are you switching to a new career field? Are you getting a job on the ground remotely? Are you open to both, like what I said before, either? Um, do you want a full-time job from one employer? 
Do you want to freelance and piece together income from multiple different sources? Do you want to start your own business? Do you want to coach? Do you want to be like expats everywhere and run your own YouTube? Like, what do you want to do, right? Do you want to be a professional dungeon master like Chris? What do you want to do for your income? We need to decide what types of jobs that you're going to apply for or what type of business or freelancing that you're going to do and whether this is going to be remote or on the ground. And it's okay if you're open to both. It's okay if you say, this is my field. I want a full-time job. I don't care if it's on the ground or remote. That's fine. That's still a decision, if that makes sense. Like you're still deciding, okay, this is what's most important to me is a full-time job in this field. I do not care if it's remote or not. That's fine. Um, But we still need to decide how are we making money? What is the, what is the industry? What is the, uh, the way that that money is coming in? Is it from a full-time employer? Is it freelancing? Is it running my own business? Is it coaching? Like, how are we making this money? We need to make some decisions here. And if you're like, Rochelle, (laughs) I'm applying to jobs right now and I'm not landing them. So I don't know if I need to completely switch career fields and this, that head to episode 17. Uh, Marta and I have a whole episode on how, you know, if you're applying to a bunch of jobs and you're not landing them, please head to that episode. Uh, And for freelancing, we have a whole episode with my freelancing expert, Kelly. It's episode 12. So if you want to check those out, uh, feel free to mark those to listen to them after this episode. Uh, But We need to at least make some sort of decision here. How is the money coming in? Because this is going to actually impact number three, like what country you move to and the visas and everything like that. So I know a lot of times we think about the country first and that sort of thing, um, but I need you to think about how this money is coming in, ideally what you want this to look like. Then we can move to step three, which is picking a country. So for the country, we need to think about what country or what area of the world you are interested in. So this is where we might need to do some destination research, especially in terms of visas. Because here's the thing, if we want to move to a country, we need to make sure that there is a visa that we can feasibly get. And I will tell you that a lot of what I do in my coaching programs, like especially in my signature program, the Freedom Life Accelerator, and my new program coming up, the Freedom Life Experience, which if you want to hear more about, you can come to the boot camp and I'll tell you about it at the end of the boot camp if you're interested. But um I do a lot of visa workarounds because sometimes we realize that we can't get the visa that we want for the country that we want, all of that good stuff. So does this country have a visa that you are actually qualified for? So uh, digital nomad visas are a big one. If you're not sure what I'm talking about when it comes to digital nomad visas, head to episode 13. I did a whole podcast episode on what a digital nomad visa is. But basically what it is, is it's a visa that gives you permission to make money online outside of the country. And then uh, you can just live in that country for a year or more. So basically your income is coming from, you know, a job in the U.S. or your freelancing business. You know, you don't have a local clients. And then it gives you permission to live in that country because you're making money online from outside the country. And they they know you're working and they're fine with you working. You just need to prove that you're making a certain amount of income and you can be that location independent expat. You can live in a country long term and uh, work work remotely online. It's very confusing because oftentimes 
Digital nomads don't need digital nomad visas. It's the location-independent expats who need them. Super confusing, <laughs> but but uh, digital nomad is much more of a trendy term than location-independent expat, so it is what it is. But anyway, are we going to get a digital nomad visa? Does the country that we're moving to have digital nomad visas? Are we going to get an on-the-ground work visa? Are we going to get a long-term tourist visa? That's what I'm on. I'm basically on a visa-free here in Georgia. I get visa-free for one year. Um, and they are okay if you work on it. Georgia makes the visas super easy. And <laughs> so part of the reason why I'm here. Uh, are you going to be on a student visa and get your master's for free or low cost and to live in a country while, you know, bringing in a little bit of income online? Are you going to try to do citizenship through ancestry? There are so many different visa options. So when we're when we're looking at these countries that we're interested in, I want you to also look up what visas are available to think about what kind of visa you might be on. Now, if you're a digital nomad, if you're going to be moving around every few weeks or every few months, let's say you're like Marta and you want to be like Marta and you listen to the pet sitting episode and you're like, that sounds awesome. I'll just travel the world staying in. In, um, in apartments and houses for free while I pet sit people's pets. That sounds amazing. I'm just going to be hopping around. Well, what area of the world are you starting in? Where are you booking your flight to? Are we going to start in Western Europe? Are we going to start in Southeast Asia? Are we going to start in Central America? Like where where do you want to start at least? Get a, get a general idea of like what area of the world you want to start in and what country you're going to actually book your flight to. So number three is country. Now, I want to pause here because we need to make sure that the pieces fit together. And what I see happens a lot is people, they, you know, you get this idea of, okay, this is the country that I want. This is the lifestyle that I want. This is how I want to make money. And then you actually sit down and do your research and you realize, oh my God, none of the pieces actually work together, (laughs) right? So can you get a visa for what you want to do? Does that visa route exist? Is there any way that you can actually logically put these pieces together to do this plan? So for example, you want to work remotely in a country that doesn't have a digital nomad visa. I'll use like, let's say Japan as an example. You want to work remotely in Japan, make all of your money from outside of Japan and just live in Japan. They don't have a visa for that yet. Hopefully someday they will, but they don't have a visa for that. So you need to make some decisions. You could, you need to decide which of these things is actually most important to you. You could get a job on the ground in Japan and apply for a work visa. You could, instead of working remotely, You could get a student visa and learn Japanese or get your master's and then work remotely like part-time online or work on the ground part-time. You could work remotely and country hop as a digital nomad. So spend like three months in Japan and then go to Korea and then go to Thailand and then go back to Japan and just be more of a digital nomad. There are workarounds. So the what we need to think about is what is actually most important to you and how are we going to make all of these pieces fit together? And we, if your perfect plan does not fit together the way that you envisioned, do not freak out and quit and throw in the towel and go, oh my God, I did all this work and my, my perfect plan doesn't work and I'm just going to give up. No. Uh, we talk more about this in episode 10. It's titled, oh no, my my perfect plan doesn't work. Right. So if you want to listen to that, feel free. But 
the main idea is we need to make sure that these pieces actually fit together. This is not something that we can do in a vacuum. This is not something where all of the pieces are independent of one another. We need to make sure that they actually fit together. And this is a lot of what I do in my coaching. So if you need some help with this, <laughs> you can work with me. Um, so number four, right? So remember one is lifestyle, two is job, three is country, and four is a deadline. We need a GTFO move abroad date. Until you have a date on the calendar, it's a dream, not a plan. So how long is this going to actually take you, right? Is the, is the visa process a very complicated one, or is it like me in Georgia where you just show up and you get a year, right? Do you already have a job lined up? Like, are you already making money in your business and you don't even need to be applying for jobs? Or are you trying to start a new freelancing career from scratch and you've got to prove like three months of income of making at least like 3K a month for this new visa that you're applying for? Obviously, the person with the job, like if your freelancing business is already taken off and you're already making good money, that saves us a lot of time. We don't have to build up a freelancing business from scratch or apply for a new job, which can take months, right? So I want you to look at what you have to do between now and then when we're putting a date on the calendar. We're not just going to like make something up and throw it out there and we're not going to say, oh, two to three years from now. No, all of you can move abroad in a year or less. If you are listening to this, you can do it. And of course, if you have some major reason why you don't want to go in the next year, that's fine. But anybody who wants to go can go in less than a year, for sure, for sure. But you have to get started now, right? You have to get started on this process now because the more you put off getting started, the longer that it's going to take you, obviously. So come to the come to the boot camp in, uh, in two weeks, right? So how long is this going to actually take you? If you're not sure... Just for right now, pick one year from today. Or if you already have the work situation sorted and or you're applying somewhere with a really easy visa or you're going to just be a digital nomad um, or something like that, then pick six months, right? If you're like, no, I want to go fast. I don't need to worry about the job or I don't need to worry about the visa, then pick six months from now. Somewhere between six months and a year. If you want to go faster, we can go faster, although you might need some help <laughs> if you want to go faster than that. Um, but if you want to go faster, I have helped people move abroad in a matter of like three months. Um, but if you're not sure, just pick one year from today. And then when you actually kind of do your research, you can adjust the deadline a little bit by a few months here or there. But it should be a year or less from today. Put a date on the calendar and make sure that it's non-negotiable. This is my deadline. This is when I'm going. And actually make it uh, how do I say this? Like make it difficult for yourself, <laughs> um, to stay past that deadline. Like put in notice at your job. Um, I was just talking with a teacher the other day who said, you know, I already put in my notice this summer. Like it's, I'm not coming back for, for the fall. Like the summer is the end. I've put in my notice. So put in your notice in advance if you, if that's something you can do, or, you know, make sure you don't sign on for another year on your lease. Like when is your lease ending? So actually make it so that you cannot stay even if you wanted to. <laughs> That'll make sure that it happens. But we want to put a date on the calendar. We want a deadline. That is step four. That's the fourth thing that you need to decide. So once you've done this, now you have a plan. It's no longer just a dream. You've got a plan. You know what you need to do in order to make this happen. And if you're like, Rochelle, 
that's a lot. Um, <laughs> you just dumped a lot on me. How do I actually make these decisions? I need help picking. I don't know what my options are. You just were talking about freelancing and building a business like it's no big deal. And like, how do I find jobs on the ground in other countries? Like, what is this? I got you. So as I said in the beginning of this episode, we do have our Move Abroad Escape Plan boot camp coming up very soon. And while we're not a officially open. Uh, we will be opening up next week. So if you want to pop your name on the wait list, uh, I will provide that in the show notes. But basically the idea behind this boot camp is we're going to spend one day going over each of these points. So we'll spend one day on choosing the right lifestyle for you. Another day on how to figure out how you're making money. Like what are you going to do for a job? Day three is going to be all about choosing the right country. And then day four is making sure it all fits together and talking about what you need to happen now in order to implement it. So uh, we'll also give you a timeline worksheet that you can use uh, during this boot camp to kind of plan out your move timeline, as well as a blueprint that you can fill out each day of the boot camp so you have your plan all on one page. Wow, it's almost as if I based this episode off of the structure of the bootcamp. No, but seriously, um, if you have any questions to ask, like while you're creating this in the bootcamp, it is live, so you can ask any questions. We've got time for Q&A each day. Um, or we also have the Facebook group. Where we're going to have me and Marta and our assistant coaches who are alumni of my Freedom Life Coaching Program. They're going to be in there. Um, so they've all either moved abroad or they will be soon. And of course, we've got bonus training on moving abroad with pets on healthcare. We're bringing in guest speakers. I'm going to talk about like freelancing and creating your own business for one bonus day. Um, as well as a live Q&A day. So uh, you will leave this bootcamp with your own personalized plan. I will show you all the options and then you will choose and create your own plan on your own blueprint. And it's gonna be super fun. I usually have a few hundred people that come live um, so you can meet other people doing the same exact thing as you. Actually, it's pretty crazy. We see, we hear people all the time in this boot camp that are like, yeah, so I met some people in the boot camp and we talked on the phone for three hours last night. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Um, but the best part is it's only $37 for a ticket. So while I said we're not officially open right now, if you just head to, if you're listening to this live, if you just head to the show notes, you can pop yourself on the wait list. I do have a special gift for people who are on the wait list. Um, but we officially open up next week if you want to grab a ticket then, but definitely get yourself on the wait list so you can be the first to know when we open up. Plus, we have a little gift for the people on our wait list. Um, all right, so whether or not you do decide to join the boot camp or you go it alone, please just promise me that you will get this plan done, that you will work on your plan, make your plan, and then tag me on Instagram at moveabroadcoach with your plan and I'll share it in my stories. Um, or you can DM it to me if you just want me to see it privately. Uh, but yeah, make your plan, share it either with everybody or with me, but be sure to tag me. Um, and I will see you next week. And hopefully I'll see you in the boot camp. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Move Abroad Coach podcast. If you're loving what you're learning here, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode or follow Move Abroad Coach on Instagram to keep in touch. And finally, if you're ready to get started on this Move Abroad adventure, head on over to moveabroadcourse.com to join our Move Abroad Crash Course, which will walk you step by step through the entire Move Abroad process. See you next week.